0: If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing Team Hoop at hoopdashball dot com. Again, that's at Hoop Fantasy on Twitter or emailing Team Hoop at hoopdashball dot com. Well, if the Kings can't win, you most definitely can with my bookie. My bookie is a home run, it's a slam dunk, it's a triple overtime game-winning shot, all wrapped up into one. You absolutely love to see it. Oh, you're listening to a Kings podcast so you probably don't see it very often. My Bookie has up-to-the-minute odds on all of your favorite teams and with the NBA playoffs getting ready to begin in just about a week, My Bookie makes it easy. You bet, you win, they pay. It's that simple. Whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's the NBA playoffs or if we get lucky, it's the upcoming NFL season, My Bookie has got you covered. Join today and My Bookie will match your deposit. They'll match your deposit 100%. Plus, they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. All you got to do is enter the promo code HOOPBALL when signing up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Use the promo code HOOPBALL, and they'll match your deposit 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm... getting going a few minutes late here so yeah we'll probably have the press conference coming up here in just a few minutes I don't know what to make of this I don't know what to do with this I don't know what you want to do with it I I, I was confident not overconfident but confident I was excited in the way that the Sacramento Kings played yesterday I thought all right we saw a change Right? We, we saw ball movement. That, that, Luke, what, what did Luke Walton say yesterday? If you didn't, I, know, I know we didn't have Luke Walton's press conference yesterday. Hopefully, you had a chance to check out the podcast with Damian Barling this morning. But we had uh, Luke Walton talking about, you know, we just didn't come out of nowhere like we've been practicing and we've been grinding. And that's the type of basketball we expect to play. And it's like, nah, Luke, actually, you very much did just kind of come out of nowhere and start playing good basketball. And today's game is so indicative of that. They had 51 points at that. Now, 49 points in a quarter is not everyday basketball. There is something special about that. It was a Sacramento franchise high. We understand that. That's not normal. You weren't going to get the type of performance that you got yesterday in terms of the 49 points, in terms of the third quarter 40-point point output. But you wanted a steady effort. They had two 40-point quarters yesterday. Yesterday. In uh 30-point uh, quarter. Um, they didn't hit the 30 marker in the in, in, in ink quarter today. Just everything went wrong for them. Well, that's n- not exactly true. Bogdan Bogdanovich continued to play well. Uh, he was 11 of 19 from the field. He had 27 points. Uh, De'Aaron was a factor, just as he was yesterday. The team continued to get to the foul line. They're still not at the number you probably want to see them at. You probably want them closer to that 30 marker, but they were 18 of 24 from the, from the free throw line. No massive discrepancy with the Brooklyn Nets, who were 18 of 28. But they weren't there defensively. Daquan Jeffries was there defensively. Forgive me. I don't want to lump all of them uh, into the category, but the Kings weren't there defensively. The uh, Brooklyn Nets shot almost 50% of per- the shot. 48.8%. Uh, held on to the ball. Kings only forced nine turnovers. Brooklyn had nine steals. You know, for comparison purposes, Sacramento Kings only had three steals and they had 15 turnovers. Something was telling me, man, yo, do the podcast. I was thinking this yesterday. Yo, you might want to do the podcast. This is a pretty fun game to talk about. I kept going back, nah, it's going to be dated. It's going to be dumb. Don't do this. Just wait till tomorrow. We you know, Brooklyn's we talked about this last week. Brooklyn is not laying down for anybody, to quote Sean Michaels in 1997. They're out there getting business done. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks the, and I don't you you could save the talk about how many minutes Malcolm Brogdon played and how many minutes that Giannis Antetokounmpo played. That team is loaded. The team is absolutely loaded. And the Brooklyn Nets were able to beat them actually. I, th- I think they beat them 119 to 116. They beat the Sacramento Kings one nineteen to one oh six. Let's watch the film. Sean Cunningham. Hey Luke, I was um, not making really any excuses for you or anything like that. But third game in four nights, being a little shorthanded. could you tell your guys were just a little bit
1: gassed, especially trying to make that run in the third?
2: Uh, yeah, we were tired, but that's you know that's part of of growing in this league. We have to become a much um, more mentally mentally and physically uh tough team and uh, we were definitely tired i know our guys have been through a lot and we were asking guys that haven't been playing uh or playing big minutes to step up with some of the bodies down um, but it's you know that, that type of game we need we need uh, we need more and uh that's why you know it's one of the, one of the, the the positive reasons it's great to be out here because we get to continue learning this um but but yeah we we got to be better
1: matt george
0: coach buddy healed was uh in to close the game at the end of the bench only played 20 minutes tonight is that indicative of kind of his spot in the rotation
2: no um you know bogey you know we we couldn't we couldn't get any stops uh, we weren't able to contain the ball tonight and you know bogey had it going again uh offensively so um you know we had we were, i was trying to get more of our our guys that that uh you know are, are known for their defense out there to try to help us get some stops so we could get out and, and run before they could get set but um you know it, it's i've said before the game i got all the confidence in the world and buddy um but if, if Bogey has it going, uh, then we're going to, you know, Bogey's going to play bigger minutes. Just like when Buddy has it going, Buddy plays bigger minutes.
0: James Hamm. This is a good question for Matt George, by the way. Hey,
2: Luke. As a coach, how frustrating is it that one night you can drop like 140 and have 49 points in a quarter? Uh, and the next, it just looks like your team had no fluidity, they they weren't moving together at all as an offensive team. Uh, it, and it was really, you know, almost everyone. It wasn't just, you know, a couple of guys. Yeah, I w- it's you know that's why as coaches we're constantly harping on becoming good at all the other things. There, there's gonna, you know, it, if we when we get to to start winning consistently, it's not gonna be because we, you know, we're hot every night. Uh, but it's we're, we don't foul. We're we're disciplined on defense. We contain our man on the ball. And, you know, I know that's a, you know, it, it's it's a lot to to, to do, um, especially when, when there's not bigs, you know, with some of the bigs that went down today, you know, bigs back there to help clean it up. But it has to happen. So, uh, you know, the, the, the frustrating part uh, as a coach is more, you know, we continue to make some of these uh, these these other mistakes. Um, that don't allow us to win if we're not shooting the ball well.
0: Jason Jones. We'll ride Jason's question, then we'll cut it off. Hey, Luke, you got this question I was going to ask you about when you said uh, making mistakes that uh, they don't don't allow you to win when you're not shooting the ball well.
1: Uh, thinking this in these bubble games, the lowest amount you've given up is one fourteen.
0: Just how do you get the group to understand and it's a problem with a, lot, with a lot of young groups, but to get them to understand that it's got to be defense, especially in these type of games where they're a must win to get you over the top.
2: Well, you know, we, t- we will continue to talk about it. Um, I think the best way to learn a lesson is to go through things, to live through things. So, um, you know, go going through this bubble and, and feeling what that's like. Um, you know, that should be a big time motivator for us as a group uh, as we continue to, to move forward. And it doesn't get easier. We got Houston, we got New Orleans again, and then we got the Lakers. So uh, there's there's going to be plenty more opportunities for us to learn that. But until we do and it's not as easy as just turning it on and say, I'm going to play defense now, you know, it. it, it but it, it comes to why is it so important that when we're in practice, we continue to build the right habits, the rotations, where am I my positioning on the floor? All these type of things all add into it. Um, but it's you know it's got to be a, a priority for us as we continue to move forward.
0: And, and, and I guess if I were there to ask the question, I'd ask why isn't it a priority yet? Like, how was it not a priority before the season shut down? You 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 said, like, this, this is Groundhog's Day, and I know we've used that reference before, and forgive me for, for being, you know, repetitive here, but wasn't, well, we're going to slow down the pace. We're not going to play with the same pace. Well, why aren't we going to play with the same pace? Because we're going to try to be better defensively. And look, here we are in the bubble with a legitimate, not anymore, you had a legitimate chance to make the playoffs, and you're saying you can't do it, Because the team is making the same mistakes that that they were making back in game number one? Whose fault is that? Is that the player's fault, or is that your fault? Your fault being Luke's fault. Your fault being your coaching staff's fault. Because my feeling is it's yours. Because Luke got a ton of credit, including from me, when the team started playing better defensively. The game was slower. It wasn't the exciting pace that we wanted, but it was like, uh, okay, this sucks. This isn't what we expected to see. And then they started to string together a couple of wins. They started to win a couple of games directly because of their defense. And it was like, oh, okay. My bad, Luke. You, I, I see. I once was blind, but now I see. I'm with it. Okay. But here we are. What? Because you had a couple of months off. As if the Brooklyn Nets, who have seven replacement players, didn't have a couple of months also? As if every team that you're playing here in Orlando, as if they didn't have a couple of months also? Why is this still a concern? Why are we still talking about the same problems here in game number 69? No, it is not nice. Why are we talking about the same issues in game number 69 as we were game number one? That's a coaching problem. That is not a Buddy Healed problem. That is not a Nemanja Bjelica problem. There are problems with Nemanja Elites who was back in the starting lineup despite the fact he only played eighteen minutes. But that's not a conversation to have. Rashawn Holmes only played eleven minutes. He was dealing with a with an injury. He was t- he was he was touch and go. Kent Bazemore didn't play. I mean, we could find excuses all damn day if we want to. But the fact is, this came out. This team came out and 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 set their opponent on fire. They got up for the New Orleans Pelicans game, and I swear to you. I am not going to use that stupid, tired-ass, cliche line of the Sacramento Kings play up and play down to their opponent because the fact is the Brooklyn Nets are significantly better than they are. And they should have gotten up if that tired-ass scenario is accurate. They should have gotten up to play the Brooklyn Nets. In fact, there are no teams in the bubble with the exception of... Well, let me confirm this before I say it, before I slander them out loud. I believe there is only one team in the bubble that the Sacramento Kings are actually better than, and it's the Washington Wizards. That's it. They are better than no one in the bubble except for the Washington Wizards. And now what? Well, I'll tell you. They got the game coming up on... What day is it? Friday, they got the game coming up on Sunday against the Houston Rockets. I think you heard Luke Walton mention that. Tomorrow, the Clippers and the Trailblazers... We'll play at 10 a.m. our time on TNT, and if Portland upsets the Clippers, the Kings are out. Just like that. And this thing's, I mean, hell, it's almost over. As quickly as it started, it's going to come to an end. Sacramento Kings are 1-4 and uh, in the bubble. It was an electrifying one win, but that's all it was, was one. And so you're just left. Like, what is the, what do you feel like when you enter the offseason? I mean, I feel like year after year after year, we look at players and we feel good about particular players. Kings fans feel great about Daquan Jeffries. He played 25 minutes tonight. He hit his first basket, didn't make another basket, but you see his effort there. And this is, this is what we talk about. The bar is so freaking low. Kings love fans. Now DaQuan Jefferson is a, is a, is a quality player. His story is going to be fantastic when it's able to, to uh, uh told and be in BN that he is a full time, full contracted NBA player. But Kings fans love his hustle. They love his grit. I think it's the same reason they love Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn, same thing. Hit his first basket, but he got involved in other ways. Alex Lynn, he only played sixteen minutes, but you knew he was out there on the floor. And I got a chance to. I heard a little bit of 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 uh, oh, now I'm forgetting I think it was Jason. I think it was uh, Jay Ross in, in in the High Flyer. Well, oh, Luke tried everything, like ah, damn, did he? Did he try having his team ready? Everybody's playing back- to- backs. You didn't have to travel. You got an extra couple hours of sleep, at least as compared to what you did yesterday. We mentioned Bogdan Bogdanovich. Let's check You in come you. out
2: one game and look the way you did yesterday and then come on today and just really have no flow uh, and, and really struggle.
1: It's frustrating. But, uh, I mean, it's tough back-to-back against the team. They're already in playoffs over there. And they're a tough team, you know. And uh, yeah, they really scored us well. They really played tough defense. And uh, we made a couple of runs, but we never uh, get to the point where we can, you know, get back to the game. And uh, tough game for us, honestly. John Cunningham. Bogey, what was it about Brooklyn that,
0: I don't know if catch you by surprise is the right wording, but just what was it about them that, that
1: made things so difficult for you guys? I mean, it was a surprising day. They play a uh, whole year, you know, uh, like this and they're a really good team they're really good uh in in that uh team stuff you know like uh um whatever they do they do it as a team uh, offensively defensively and uh it's it's really hard uh, to beat them you know and um yeah they, they they moved the ball pretty well you know they were uh, making the right plays and reading the game well and uh, They honestly outplay us tonight.
0: Jason Jones. Hey Bogey, just in these five games, what do you see as the biggest
1: problem for you guys defensively? Because the you've given up over one fourteen or more in every game. Yeah, right. I mean, probably communication, you know. And um, I mean, now it's it sounds maybe like excuse, but. Um, honestly, with everything what happened to us, all these, you know, viruses. And we are not the team that played together for like three or two, three years. Brooklyn is one of the teams they are, you know, they were bad three, four years ago. And now they are a dead, dead team, you know, and uh, Orlando as well. And there are some teams, you know, that we thought we could beat, but uh, they they're really outplay us and they they know. Uh, they just play uh, better than us at, at this point point on this level right now. We'll
0: leave. Uh, we'll leave the press conference there. Um, he didn't say it, but I felt like he kind of did. When you talk about a team being ready for you, when you talk about the way that the team game plans for you, he I, and I, he's he's not saying this. I'm saying this, and this is what I hear just as a observer. I hear, yeah, dude, we were coached, And I don't know where to go with this. Like, I can't turn the Hoopball podcast into the Bash Luke Walton podcast. I don't think he deserves to be bashed. But you've got to ask questions like, yo, like, when you look at Washington, for example, right? Like, Washington being in the bubble. That was, come on. You know what I mean? Like, all right, John Wall's not there. I know Brad, like, come on. I know why they had to be, but come on. And then you look at, like you 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 look around and you look at the other teams. Like okay, Memphis. Like what's going on with Memphis? Memphis was in the eight spot. They deserve to be in the bubble. Whether they've squandered that opportunity or not, we're going to find out here in very short order. San Antonio split. New Orleans. You know they're. You know I think Zion. Uh, they've 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 got their game coming up. Uh, This evening, Uh, Zion's not playing. You know, San Antonio beat Utah today. What is the Kings excuse? You know, Zion missed the chunk of the time, uh, a chunk of time outside of the bubble. He missed a chunk of practice time. Uh, They're they're sticking with their game plan of not playing him on the second night of a back-to-back, even in the bubble. I think the realization of what is happening is setting in with New Orleans. However, the difference between New Orleans and the Kings are the Pelicans are playing the Wizards tonight, and while the Nets have continuously played inspired basketball, the Washington Wizards have very much been the opposite. The Washington Wizards have been one, two, three, 3 Cancun. The Washington Wizards have been very much, get us out of here. What is the Kings' excuse? Because Lord knows there's plenty of them out there. Which one are we going to use? Which one are we going to ride with? I've said before, this team isn't as is. They're just not as good as we, the fans, like to make them out to be. They're not, and that's okay. But they're not eleven games under five hundred bad. They are not twenty nine and forty bad. That and I'm talking about the players and the jerseys. Talking about the roster. I'm and I know I'm 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 hard on him, but the roster that Vladislav constructed is not awful. The coach he hired. I have serious questions about. I don't get this. And it's not It's not just losing games. It's 119 to 106. Don't, like, they were getting their ass kicked. They had a lead at the end of the first. They gave up 39, use pronouns, dummy. The Kings were up 27 to 24 at the end of one. The Kings gave up 39 points in the second quarter. Never got going again. Come on. I don't know, man. Bogey's so talented. De'Aaron is so... Hit the text line. Let's do that. We got another game Sunday. Got the Houston Rockets coming up. 916-888-5898. Let's all go into the weekend. Have a nice weekend. We got basketball on Sunday. Maybe they can have a better outcome. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about any of this. 29-40. and 40. I, I hate... I hate myself for not doing the show yesterday when it could have been happy and fun and we've got to talk about, yeah, it's a long shot, but I feel like every time I take to the hoop ball podcast, I have to complain about something. I'm not trying to complain. I'm just trying to find answers. And I don't know what the answers are. I think the Kings were definitely hurt by Kent Bazemore not being able to play. I don't think the Kings know what to do with half of their roster. I don't think they knew what to do with Yogi Ferrell. I've told you a million times. I'm going to tell you till he's no longer a king anymore. Hashtag, I'm a Yogi guy. I don't think they they know what to do with Harry Giles. Either that or they're just attempting to bury him so he doesn't show out, gets a lower contract offer from another team and decides to resign here. They don't want to showcase his skills any. I know that this super Oliver Stone conspiracy theory You know, that is Mr. X in the park talking to Kevin Costner, but I just don't... He was good for seven minutes? Rashawn Holmes played 11 minutes. Belly played 18, and Harry Giles was only good for seven? Did he get hurt and I missed it? I don't think so. They went small. Buddy played 20. Daquan Jeffries played 25. Bogey played 34. De'Aaron played 32. Harrison Barnes trying to keep things set. He played 37. And I don't know what way to transition. I'm just going to tell you to go to manscape.com. How about this? Avoid what you couldn't avoid the king's disaster. Avoid a manscaping disaster by going to manscape.com. Check out the lawnmower 3.0. We'll give you some incentives for it. Use the promo code hoopball twenty. That'll get you twenty percent off of your order. Plus, it'll get you free shipping. Just use that promo code at checkout. Hoopball twenty over at manscaped.com. Uh, it's got an LED light. Uh, you know. To help you avoid disasters. That's the theme of today. Disasters. Uh, it's got a battery that'll last you 90 minutes. It also works in the shower. So, if you need a little privacy when you it. though you should have, I don't care how long you've been married, you should have some, you should do that by yourself. It's got a little light to help guide you along. You, you know about it. Like some podcasts do these super crass manscaped uh, ads. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to tell you that this is a very valuable entity and it is very much worth having your wife your significant other or whatever they will thank you and again you get 20% off so what's the what's the problem 20% off free shipping who ball 20 use that over at manscaped.com and I guess we'll just close it out there I don't know that I miss anything you want me to you got something else you want to throw in it's frustrating man and you knew this was you knew this was a possibility it's just the effort sometimes like they got their ass kicked today and they've gotten their ass kicked a few times like why this i just don't see this as a roster of, of, of guys that should be getting their ass kicked losing here that sure but getting getting beat up no no man absolutely not but here we are getting beat up again 119 106 appreciate y'all for tuning in hope to drop a more positive podcast man i don't know what to say i want to be happy let's be happy they're gonna win on sunday right I'm telling you, it's going to happen. They're going to beat the Houston Rockets. N- nobody replay this. This isn't a take. This is this is positive thinking. This is doggone it. People like me. Doggone it, the Kings are going to win. And we'll be back here to talk about it. Again, appreciate you t- so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends, do all that stuff. We know there's a lot of Kings podcasts out there, and we appreciate you so much for letting this be one of the places that you get your Sacramento Kings coverage from. So subscribe, rate, and review, do all of that good stuff. Uh, share it with the rest of Kings Nation. We'll see you back here next time on the podcast with Damian Barley. That's this is the podcast with Damian Barley. This is the Hoop Ball Podcast with Damian Barley.